Hi guys, welcome to another exciting episode of the Hello Room. With us today, we are going to talk about business, that's savings, spending, investment, and other financial issues. And with me here, I have a very good friend of mine, Mr. Ebenezer Otsu Okli. So, without wasting much time, let us dive into it. Hi everyone, I'm Ebenezer Otsukili and you are welcome to today's podcast. Today we are talking about savings and investment as my brother said rightly. So, I would like to start with a quote by Hafti and he said that the rich sees a dollar today as money that you can plant you can plant for a returns tomorrow so they see it as a seed you know as a seed that you can plant and then you return a, a thousand food tomorrow but the poor see it as um, they see a dollar as something that you can use to exchange something so they see it as um, as we always see that what money is, is for a medium of exchange so i'm using something to get something i'm using money to get something but the rich people see it as a seed so now we are talking today as rich people how do we save how do we invest why is this so important that we save now let's go what 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 at all is saving and what's investment investment and saving are usually used interchangeably but um from today i want you to understand that they are different they, they are there's a there's some difference between them okay so what is saving saving basically means that you are putting money away to be used in the future okay whilst investment is like buying asset okay buying asset and then you are you expect the asset to appreciate okay give you more returns okay yes so let's dive more into the difference between these two saving because it has no or very little risk the returns or the interest on your savings account is very very small as compared to investment and because investment the risk is a little bit high you you are expected to get some amount of i mean interest which is higher than your savings account i'm sure we all know about this saying that the higher the the risk the higher the return of course that is very true and it is even rightly um, said in the bible in ecclesiastes chapter 11 verse 1 the Bible says that when you put your grain upon the sea, you, and then after many days, you may expect a return. It says that you may expect a return, meaning that you may expect a return. And it's not like it's, like it's, it's definite that the return will come, but you may expect it. So you are casting your grain upon the sea, and you expect that you may get a return. Okay? And then on investments, you also realize that you are investing something, and then you expect to get something. Based on your risk appetite, are you somebody who is able to accommodate risk? Are you somebody who is, is like is a risk averse? You are not so you don't want to take risk and all that. These are all things that we speak about as we proceed. Now, why should you save as a national service personnel? Why should you save as a NAPCO personnel? Why should you save as a student? You know, I'm, I'm mentioning all these categories of people because usually we think that oh, our income is very small and because of that we cannot save, but. I want to encourage you today that you can save. It's just a matter of checking your flow. It's just a matter of, um, I mean, monitoring your outflows and your inflows. What am I spending on? What am I spending my, my money on? 
you have to check all those things there are some things which we all know are not so so much important you 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 can you can save more just by reducing the amount of data you buy every week or let me say every day how do that maybe you have to schedule your time that from this time to this time i go online but if you don't have any plan for going on the internet anytime you take your phone and you just go if you do that you realize that you spend a lot of time on the internet and you'll not be able to save okay and then how can you also save as a national service personnel you can also save by trying to make what i can i, I can call a passive income what's a passive income a passive income is an income which is not necessarily coming from your your your, your usual um, i mean uh, pay salary okay so the government is paying you 559 but you have other things that you are doing so somebody will be like oh now what at all can i do you can get money based on the knowledge that you have a lot of us maybe you are intelligent you can teach some students so you take on that job you can teach you have a particular skill why are you not using it? It's dormant. Okay. So if, if you have all these skills which are dormant, then I will encourage you that you do it. You no, know, it is so important that we say because you know you don't know the the what the future holds. Okay, there may be some emergencies that you have to meet. There are some things that you may have to do. You know, for precautionary measures, you have to save. Because you want to buy something in the future. You want to buy a car, you have to cultivate the habit of saving from today. So you have to check oh, which car do I want to buy. I want to buy a Benz. I want to buy a Range. You have to cultivate the habit of saving. You know, sometimes when we say you should save, you think that oh, I should save only when I have a lot of money. But that is not the case. You shouldn't save only when you have a lot of money. It's just about uh, the attitude and the discipline of saving. Let me tell you, if you are, if you are not able to save amount out of a one CD today, I bet you can't save even if you have one dollars. Uh, I mean, hundred million dollars tomorrow. You can't because that that. The, the attitude and the discipline to save is not there so it is not a matter of uh, the quantity and the amount of money you have now it's just a discipline that you have to cultivate so if that discipline is there you can do it okay yes so now let's let's talk more about investment let's talk more about investment what is investment already i've defined what investment is you are buying an asset and all that but what are some of these assets that you can buy you know that cash itself is an asset yeah, cash and asset. You can invest in livestock. You can invest in uh, what I call shares. You can buy shares. Maybe recently, I think about a year or two ago, MTN or uh, or IPO. Okay. Yes. So we, we are talking about investment. Investment. We've already defined what investment is as buying an asset so that you expect that the asset appreciates and then you get uh, I mean more return on the that particular asset. Okay? Yes, and then we mentioned um stocks, we mentioned bond, we mentioned treasury bills and all that. Okay. So we have we have two types of market we have the money market and then we have the capital market okay so the if you are investing in the money market it means you are buying short-term debt instruments okay so like you are buying treasury bill you are buying um, commercial papers so what are treasury bills okay treasury bills are usually um, issued by the government okay and we have we have we have the 91 day treasury bill we have the we have the 81 82 days treasury bill and then we have the 
364 treasury bill okay so these are all like different days so you, you realize that all these ones are short term they are less than a year or let me say after a year okay and they are and they are issued by the government and then you buy them okay and then because treasury bills have little or no risk the return is not that much okay for instance if you look at the 91 days treasury bill the the returns is just about i mean the interest rate is about 14 percent yes and this 14 percent is it doesn't mean that if you buy the treasury bill for for the three months which is the 91 days then you are getting uh, the 14 percent no you have to adjust for the number of months that you bought it because the 14 percent is annual so you have to do your calculations so that means you are just getting about uh, three out of 12 months so you just do your calculation and then you see that now that's about the treasury bills that's it also in the money market then let's talk about the capital market for the capital market we are talking about investing in long-term um, debt instrument you are, you are investing in the long term okay so we have a number of portfolios okay so we, we made mention of the shares okay which is also known as the the stock which is also known as the stock okay so the stock has to do with um, like you are you are buying ownership in a particular company so you are buying part ownership in a particular company so if you buy shares from MTN then you are somehow seen as part and a owner of the company you become a shareholder of that particular company so look out for those opportunities look out for um, investment companies like data bank and the rest and they or even some banks they would readily offer you and then they will teach you they will advise you on how to make all those investments and then we also have debt in the capital market which is what the bond okay so it's like some the the government i'm sure you've heard a number of time that the government of ghana has issued uh, bonds okay in in which are i mean dollar dominated or maybe euro dominated for people to buy so as an individual if you have money you can also purchase this one and then the return on those bonds is called coupon okay yes and then but usually with with the, all those kind of thing the i mean the initial capital will be a little bit high so for now let's say that we are focusing on your treasury bill which is a little bit um, not that much you can invest you can buy okay and even with the shares are also very cheap okay they are cheap so you can get something is it is this a matter of starting small we are starting how to do something so don't look at the bigger picture or oh, maybe i need about 100 million before i can start no the little that you have today you can just start just continue the habit of doing it and when you do when you have a lot you can continue doing that okay so you know sometimes you realize that the amount that the interest rate that you want okay it's not what you are getting maybe you want you are investing alone and you are getting a rate which is very small what do you do we have something you call mutual fund so mutual fund are usually managed by experts okay i mean people who are financial advisors who have the skills to invest and all that so they will take your money not just yours they'll take they'll, they'll pull a lot of money together so it's like a pool of resources brought together and then they will invest for you okay when they invest you know because you guys are many when you invest your rate i mean the the initial the principal will be a bit larger okay so the interest rates on the, your investment also be more and then you can 
get more interest but one issue with that is that um, because you are the the person is doing that for you i mean because you are employing the services okay of an expert you have to pay the person a fee okay that is with that and then with mutual fund uh, as compared to treasury bill it is very diversified okay uh, as he before we started we made uh, we made mention of something from ecclesiastes chapter um, 11 verse 1 and 2 the two says that invest as you, are, as you are investing you have to also invest in many 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 i mean portfolios okay I, i'm using portfolio in the financial team but i say that in many ways okay like don't put all your eggs in one basket don't put all your eggs in one basket so you realize that the the, the, the mutual fund is very diversified because as you give your money to the uh, financial advisor or the mutual fund expert the person will invest in different portfolios for you so let's say the person will buy shares the person will buy bond the person will uh, buy treasury bills and all that commercial paper and all that so with that one when there is a calamity when there is a distraction or the the, the economy at one particular point in time is not doing well in a particular sector let's say the telecom industry is not doing well then maybe the manufacturing industry or maybe the the food industry is doing well so because you have invested in these different fields when you lose at one point or, or at one part you gain at the other side that's what you mean by what that's diversification and the bible was um, speaking about that as well so that is very important you know these things are things which started long time ago okay and then and then now before it came to our current message, so there are things that we should be able to do okay so with the mutual fund you realize that it contains both the money market instrument and then the capital market instrument because if you buy a mutual fund the experts can decide to buy from buy a treasury bill for you okay yes and then you can also have uh, different things we have the equity mutual fund we have the balance mutual fund we have the ethical mutual fund and all that so all these things are there for you to explore okay so the most important thing is that your willingness and your desire your discipline that i am ready i want to save and then you can contact me or contact anybody for assistance on how to do all this because it's very important that you start you will say that oh my 559 is not enough for me you will say my 559 is not enough but i'm sure you have been dashing people money just like that i'm not saying don't don't dash money but you know you have to be very um i mean particular about that you have to be say okay what how much am i spending how much am i uh, using for this and that okay so that brings us to budgeting budgeting what's budgeting and why is it so much important that uh, you budget before you spend okay don't spend after budgeting i mean don't budget after spending no don't budget after spending you budget before you spend okay so a budget is a statement of your income and your expenditure okay so let's say you i expect this and that from my mom my dad from nss and all that so you have your inflows and your outflows your outflows are your expenditure your inflows are your your income so what are you expecting what outflows are you also what expecting you so now you match them together and then you look at so make sure that at the end of the day you don't have a balanced budget i don't like the fact that you have to budget and at the end of the day you have a zero uh, surplus i mean you have it is zero or you don't have any surplus at all or there's deficit okay so make sure i will try as much as possible to have some surplus at the end and then you can save that okay try 
not to do impulse buying and all that okay so these are some of the things that we have to take a critical look at okay so um how do you budget how do you budget i've, I've also already made, made mention on the fact that you have to look at what you're expecting to come so take your book right now you look at or you take your pen then you write let's say budget for february 2021 okay then at the income side you write let's say first sort of income it may be mom mom I'm, i expect mom to give me like 100 cities maybe i'll go and teach this student and then i'll get 200 cities okay maybe i would um i will help my auntie to to cook or at the restaurant and then my auntie will give me some tip and all that so these are things that you are expecting to get you will put them down and then your outflows to us so that will, probably i will i'll buy a how do you call it i'll buy shoe i'll buy a bag i'll buy food okay as much as possible try to use the i mean the luxurious buying yeah yeah you're, you're a service personnel you're a service personnel try as much as possible to reduce all those um, kind of buying so that you can get money to do what to save okay you no know, saving is not for rich people you know saving is not for rich people that oh le, le, uh, i can't i mean i don't have money so i can't save now yes you can save even if you are not i'll not say you are poor you can save even if you are not i mean working okay or even if your salary is not that enough or that that much okay it's something that you can do okay so if you go to the bank to deposit people also come to withdraw okay so if you draw your budget and then you have excess money okay or you have a surplus and then you decide to to deposit okay what i will call you is that you are you are a surplus spending unit okay because you, you draw your budget and you're like that oh i have extra hundred cities to spare so i'm going to put that money in the bank what that means is that you are putting the money in the bank because you are you want to postpone what consumption you want to postpone your spending not that you don't have things to buy you have things to buy but you are just postponing them and as you postpone, the, the, because you are taking, uh, I mean, because of the time value of money, we all know that one CD today is not the same as one CD tomorrow, okay? Because the purchasing power of one CD today is far more greater than the purchasing power of one CD tomorrow. So you have to take all those things into consideration that because you are taking a risk. So the bank has to compensate that risk. So as you put that money in the bank, you will gain some some interest. Okay. So in that in that case, if you have excess money or you have surplus, you become the surplus spending unit. And then if you have a deficit, then you become a deficit spending unit. Then you have to go to the bank to go and do what to go and borrow. Yes. Which I think at this stage you shouldn't be doing that. You know, borrowing is not that bad. I mean, the government of Ghana has a debt stock of about two hundred eighty-four billion dollars or so. Okay. Uh, so you no, know, looking at this, you'll be like, oh, um, the government of Ghana is not doing well, okay? But so far as we expect them to invest this money in um, assets that will give us future economic benefit, then we say, okay, that's fine. But when we realize that they are just chopping the money and they are not doing what they are supposed to do, that's when we have to what complain. So the same way, 
the deficit spending units they will go to the bank to go and borrow and then as they borrow the interest that they have to pay then the bank the, the bank will give you some and they'll use part of the interest to also what uh, service i mean pay their workers and all that okay so if you are a surplus spending unit it doesn't mean that you are rich and if you're a deficit spending unit it doesn't mean that you are poor it just means that um at the moment you want an extra income because maybe you have a business idea so right now most of us here you see there's something that we should, we should start thinking of you have an idea you want to make money what do you do people have money and they put deposit that money in the bank you go there and you ask for soft loans i mean when i say soft i mean loans with very low interest rate and then they will give it to you okay i mean in ghana it is not that um, frequent you it's not easy to come by but there are still some around okay so this is a thing that conscious effort that you have to be making okay so i i made mention of you making passive income so all these are these things apart don't rely on what you learned in school i did accounting and so i must be an accountant i must be in the office you know you have all those, those skills but there are a number of people there are a lot of people who are not relying on the the knowledge acquired in school now i, I don't mean they've turned them away but what they are doing is quite different from what they learned in school but they still apply those knowledge in one way or the other so what can you do differently you see in this world if you want to be rich you know if you look at all these rich people jeff bezos bill gates and all these rich people there are people who i mean availed themselves to solve problems so if you want to be rich you solve problems simple as that again if you want to be rich you solve problems so look at africa look at ghana what are some of the challenges that we are facing what are some of the issues we are going through how can i help you solve problems that is it how can I solve this issue? Maybe children walk to school. How do I help them? Maybe I have to manufacture bicycles. They will buy. Maybe there is doing so. What do I do? Maybe I have to uh, try and start doing research on alternative uh, sources of energy. Maybe renewable ones like the wind, the, the solar and all that. So there are things that you can do. There are different things. So look at any time you be conscious of the difficulties the challenges the problems around you and if you're able to define the the problems now you look at how to solve them and as you solve them i bet you become rich so start thinking about that now there are lots of our students here we want to finish school and i want to i mean just travel outside you want to go and make your living outside there are lots of us here you are doing your national service and then you have planned that oh when i finish my national service and i get the opportunity to go outside i'm going to i'm going there to go and um how do you call it work there but i will say that they see they have a lot of resources there the human resource that they have is very enormous like i mean they have it okay so it's like you are putting you are dropping a little drop of water in the ocean they have it already you it will be difficult for your presence to be felt but if you stay in your country the little thing that you will do to help ghana i tell you you can blow you can make it you can make it in ghana there's money here there are people who are ready to invest in ghana okay there are people who are looking at ways to save Okay, so recently Bill Gates was talking about climate change, okay, and he is so much passionate about helping to solve climate change challenges, okay, because there are a lot of companies who are, um, I mean, they are emitting green, green, greenhouse gas into the atmosphere, which is causing a lot of challenges. So he's looking at solving them. And then, you know, if you go to the outside world, they are ready to invest in green products, I mean, products which are climate friendly. Yes, products which can help save the planet and all that. So these are some of the ways that we can, I mean, get 
extra income and all that. So I believe that uh, we are all learned something and then we have talked about savings. We have talked about um, investment and then we have talked about why is, is it so important for you to save. We have talked about your budgeting. We have talked about why you should solve problems. Why you shouldn't plan of living gun at all costs to go and make your living outside okay yes you can also make it here i always try and as much as possible to encourage people to 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 do that see recently just yesterday i was talking to a friend and he's so much passionate and then he says i want to go i want to go i want to leave ghana because why am i going to school for him the reason why he's going to school is to make money but i can assure you that the reason why you went to school or the reason why you're going to school or the reason why you further your education to upskill your to reskill is what to solve problem and as you solve problems i can assure you that you'll be rich okay don't chase the money the money itself will come okay yes so that is what we're talking about today okay but um before we end everything i would like to also talk about i mean current account and savings account sometimes people confuse the two people people when you go to a bank and ask you which account they say well, i want to do current account no current account is not for individuals per se it's for people who are doing business who are transacting business it's for businessmen because they do daily transactions for you maybe you save once a month because when you get a um, salary when they pay you you then you you put the you save the money you put the money in the bank okay yeah so current account is not so much it's not for you and then there's almost zero interest rate on current account yes you know i i receive reports of People say I've I've been saving at this bank and then they only they only charge me they don't give me any interest. Probably you are you are doing a current account. If you are doing a current account, it's almost like you don't get any interest. Okay, yes, but they will charge you. Yeah, because they are keeping your money for you, so they will charge you. And with current account, you you can walk to the bank anytime. See, I want money because you are you are a, uh, I'm a businessman. We transact business daily, so you can always go to the bank. So let's be careful about that. When you go there, say you want. A savings account if you are not a businessman or if you are not a firm okay maybe you are not a company you are an individual you want to see so that's what you do you go for a savings account so i believe that we've all learned something today god bless you so much for your time and lending me your ears to speak to you um i'll be i'll be glad um, if you put all these things into practice draw your budget i mean, I mean do that now after this after listening to this take your pen take your book and draw something do something draft something that this is the one because that is what you are using to track your inflows and outflows okay you have to check your network usually you you go to the internet and go and read about the network of the rich people you also have a network check your network what is your network your network is basically the difference between your asset and your liability what you own and what you hold so you own something and you hold something your asset is what you own and your liability is what you hold the difference between these two is your net worth okay so check your net worth what do i have and all that so you have to be tracking that and then i believe that you'll be rich you'll be rich one day don't worry don't chase the money the money will come just try and solve problems i'm ebenezer and i'm how thank you very much for your time so you very honest there it got me where he said we are learning to go outside the country. To be honest, if you know me, you know that I always talk about going outside the country to make ends meet. And today, I wouldn't say I have not learned anything. I have learned something. To be very honest, I have learned something. I know you didn't hear my voice throughout. Yes, I was actually learning. So I hope you'd also learn, as he said, take pen and paper, draft your budget and all. The last time, a friend of mine was been talking to me about this budget thing. And I tried it. I tried it. To be honest, it really helped. It really helped. So, as he has said, 
I pray you listen and I pray you also try and then make your budget so that we'll all be rich in the future. As you said, if you have something to do, start now. Don't wait till, okay, let me get money. At least the little you save today can go to be something bigger. As you said, the, the value of one city today won't be the value of one city tomorrow. Okay, so as this brings us to another end of our podcast. I pray whatever he has said, you actually take it into practice and then see you at the top. Thank you.